Chair, staff is ready when you are. Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to the April 10th, 2023rd meeting for the Sacramento Community Police Review Commission. The meeting is now called to order. And will the clerk please call the roll and establish quorum? Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Sample? Present. Commissioner Johnson? Present. Commissioner Carter Martinez? Present. Commissioner Buenrostro? Present. Commissioner Carter? Commissioner Guerrero? Present. Commissioner Marion Jr.? Here. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Salazar? Present. Vice Chair Bliss? Here. Chair Castillo Krings? Here. Thank you. We have quorum. First of all, just let me say it is really nice to see the entire commission here. Really excited to see the new members join us. Welcome, Commissioner Sample, Commissioner Buenrostro. It's a pleasure to have you guys um, and really enjoy seeing the entire team here. So thank you. So really quickly, I would like to remind members of the public in chambers that if you'd like to speak on the agenda, please turn in a speaker a speaker slip um, when the item begins. For members of the public who wish to join virtually, please refer to agenda on the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting, use the raise your hand feature. If you're calling, if you're using the online feature, uh, click on raise your hand at the bottom of the screen. If you're calling in using your phone or a mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping on the raise hand option in the more tab. If you are calling using a telephone, to raise your hand, dial star nine, then to unmute or mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called by the last four digits of their phone number. Uh, to, provide, to provide greater community participation in our commission's work, we will also allow for more time of the members to the public to give comments, and we'll ask the clerk to keep the queue open until the last speaker has concluded their comments. For matters not on the agenda, you will have five minutes to speak once you are called upon. For matters on the agenda, you will have three minutes to speak. Uh, we will be adjusting the order of our agenda to hear commission staff reports first, uh, followed by matters not on the agenda prior to the consent calendar. Is Mr. Clerk, is that okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, we will now proceed with today's agenda. Um, we are going to do the land acknowledgement and pledge of allegiance. Uh, please raise, I'm sorry, please rise for the opening acknowledgement in honor of Sacramento's indigenous and people in tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plain Miwok, the Pat Patwin Wintun, peoples and the peoples of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, may we acknowledge and honor the native people who have come before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together in an active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's histories, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay. 
So since we're going to start um, some staff commission staff reports. And then we're going to follow any commissioner, any staff reports from the commission, from commissioners. Nope. All right. Um, now we're going to go moving on to matters not on the agenda. Any, any issues that need to be brought up for matters not on the agenda? Madam Clerk, do we, uh, do we have anything on for public comment? Thank you, Chair. I have no um, speaker slips from those in chambers, and I have no hands raised online. Okay, now we can move on to the consent calendar. Okay. Thank you, Chair. I had one item to bring up on the consent calendar, on the, um, the approval of Sacramento Community Police Review Commission meeting minutes uh, from March 13th, 2023. That's item number one on the consent calendar. Um, in those in those draft minutes, um, item number five on the on the March thirteenth calendar, uh, under the action, um, it's incorrectly notated that um, Mr. Uh, uh, Commissioner Johnson is vice chair. He is commissioner, um, so that will uh, need to be amended uh, with any uh, any motion by the commission. Do I have a motion? Moved and second. As I am often reminded, I first need to take public comment before we can vote. I'm just making sure everyone was paying attention. Mr. Clerk. Do we have any public comments? Thank you, Chair. I have no uh, speaker slips from those in, in chambers, and I have no hands raised uh, online. Great. Now we can go ahead, and it's been moved and second. Can we please go ahead and take a... Uh, can you call the roll? Uh, can I confirm who moved and seconded the item? Commissioner Marion and, uh, and Commissioner Guerrero. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Commissioner Sample. Commissioner Johnson. Yes. Commissioner Carter Martinez. Aye. Commissioner Buenrostro. Abstain. Commissioner Carter. Aye. Commissioner Guerrero. Aye. Commissioner Marion. Aye. Commissioner Salazar. Aye. Vice Chair Bliss. Yes. And Chair Castillo-Krings. Yes. Thank you. The motion passes. We will now move on to our discussion calendar. And we are now moving on to item two. So up this item two is the update on the Sacramento Police Department's efforts for the 2023 military equipment use policy and report per AB 481 and the city council direction provided on September 13th, 2022. Do we have a staff presentation? Yes, good evening, Chair Castillo-Krings and members of the commission. My name is Mario Lara, Assistant City Manager. I'll be kicking off this item and then I will be turning it over to Lieutenant Jeff Shiraichi. I hope I said that correctly. 
who will be helping me with uh, providing you some information here. This is a receive and file update um, regarding the uh, police department's effort for the 2023 military equipment use policy. Um, as you know, uh, on September 13, 2022, the City Council gave directions for the um, Sacramento Police Department and the Commission uh, to collaborate and develop a process for community engagement regarding the military equipment use policy. On February 13, 2023, the Commission uh, um, adopted its work plan that was presented to the PNPE committee, which was, which, and then referred to city council, which also adopted the work plan. The information that's gonna be presented to you tonight is just background information that will be helpful to you in completing uh, the goals of your work plan as it relates to the military equipment use policy. And with that, I'll turn it over to the Lieutenant to provide you with um, you know, just an overview of the work that the police department is doing. Good evening. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Shirashi. I am the lieutenant of our professional standards unit, which is responsible for gathering the information for the military equipment use annual report, as well as the policy that follows. I'd like to cover three areas regarding our MEU report and policy. The first one is uh, an outline for what it looks like in terms of completion. The second thing I want to talk about are some uh, potential changes to the report and policy. And then finally, um, the military equipment use uh, annual report information. Uh, so before I go on, does anyone have any questions regarding those three areas? Okay. Um, so our work for the military equipment use uh, report uh, began back in February when we began forecasting the types of um, equipment, quantities, as well as the people within the organization that are responsible for providing that information to the professional standards unit. Uh, just in March, we completed our actual physical inspections of all the equipment that was reported and written into our policy from last year. The three, or I'm sorry, the five major areas that uh, were inspected was the evidence and property section, our training division, uh, our SWAT team, our unmanned aerial systems, as well as our explosive ordnance disposal team. Um, in this inspection, we identified authorized and unauthorized usages, and then we began liaisoning with uh, our fiscal folks to understand the funding impact of the identified forecast that we received back in February. In uh, April, um, which we're currently in the middle of, this is our audits and report uh, portion of the military equipment use uh, report and policy. Uh, this year, we're looking at a total of at least 10 audits that involve the use of our military equipment. Um, this is a step up from what we reported and were able to uh, audit last year. Um, this month, we will continue to receive those audits and compile the findings of the inspections and the audits, and then ensure that any unauthorized uses of military equipment are um, put through the chain of command for personnel accountability measures. Um, at the end of this month, uh, we will initiate our policy reference manual and our procedural revisions. This is gonna be based off the information we learned from our audits, as well as any of uh, in inspections, as well as the uh, unauthorized uses, uh, regional and national best practices, and then consulting and identifying persons most knowledgeable uh, within the specific equipment that we're looking at. And also working with our city attorney's office to ensure that we're in compliance with, um, with the law. In May, this is our policy and engagement uh, portion 
We're going to utilize the report to get the rough um, main structure, really, of the policy. Um, we will then consult with the Law and Legislation Committee and then uh, be able to post a draft policy for the community and work with the commission to engage with uh, our, our communities. Um, then in uh, June, our plan is to use this as an evaluation and presentation period where we incorporate any input that we've received. Um, we'll then, those revisions will then be posted for the community uh, again to see and ensure that um, those changes are being um, made. And then we'll schedule and present to city council. Uh, the second portion of what I wanted to talk about tonight was the potential changes uh, to the report and policy. Um, some of the equipment that was utilized is no longer um, is no longer supported or is no longer being made, and so many of the changes uh, will be just the equipment descriptions as well as uh, swapping out for um, identical types of equipment by newer manufacturers with updated models that are being offered and that are attainable. Um, as I spoke to earlier, uh, we've increased the number of audits, so there will be a substantially larger portion uh, dedicated to audits. And then um, our policy referrals. Uh, this is just to make sure that um, some of the feedback was that the policies that are related to some of the military equipment wasn't correctly or wasn't as easily linked to uh, its portion within the report and the policy. And so that's something that um, we're going to incorporate to make it more of a, a digestible product. And then uh, statistics um, that are in reference to uh, some of the things that we already report on our transparency portal, portal through the police department's website. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on was the, um, the annual report in terms of the information contained with inside of it, specifically uh, demographic information as well as the circumstances for which military equipment was used um, and deployed. Um, working in partnership with um, a city manager's office, we're looking to um, augment our staffing to ensure that we're able to take on that challenge and creating the systems to record all that information. But many of the things regarding our use of force policy um, and, and some of our things uh, within the use of force policy in terms of how we report that is considered military equipment. And that information is currently available, um, posted on our transparency portal on our website. Um, those are the three things that I wanted to touch on regarding uh, an update uh, regarding our uh, military equipment use uh, report and policy. Denon, thank you so much for making time to be here today. I think this has been really important for the commission to have a representative from PD, so appreciate that. The other thing I just want to make sure that um, I highlight is appreciate the fact that even in the staff report, you are including the commission's engagement in community. And I know that we are going to cover that in our uh, next item, so I will hold uh, some of that conversation until then. But just wanted to say thank you for making sure that we are part of this conversation. Um, and with that, I have Commissioner Bliss. Thank you, Chair. I appreciate you also coming in and uh, presenting this information to us. Um, I think that's, uh, I hope that we can continue to engage in this dialogue going forward and um, uh, have pl uh, police presence here to answer our questions directly. Um, and also appreciate the addition that we're hopefully going to be, uh, be seeing the demographic data that we had requested from last year. Um, I just had a couple of questions regarding certain language changes that had come up um, 
in last year's conversation in September, um, one of which was for um, Section I. Um, oops, uh, trying to share my screen so other commissioners can see where I'm referring to. Um, under the maintenance of military use supply levels, um, we had pointed out um, in our recommendations concerns around uh, the language here where it says when stocks of military equipment have reached uh, significantly low levels or been exhausted, the department may order up to 10% of stock in the calendar year without city council approval. And it was our understanding that uh, AB 41 makes no exceptions for like for acquiring uh, or ordering military equipment without city council approval. I believe it was the direction of city council. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, uh, uh, our city or our city senior attorney um, that uh, we, they, like that this language would actually be changed so that city council appro uh, approval would be required for um, any updates or orders of up to 10% of that stock. Um, is that going to be included with, among the policy changes that you had mentioned before? Thank you for the question. We have a list of recommendations uh, dating all the way back to 2018 that uh, my team is, is currently organizing and putting into, again, a digestible uh, fashion. And many of those recommendations were specific to the MEU report and policy. Um, I don't wanna speak out of um, just going off of memory because I don't have that specific section or a recommendation currently in front of me. Um, but I recall seeing something to, the, to that effect, and that was one of the many of the recommendations that our executive team is looking at incorporating in, so um, I will get back to you on that. Appreciate that, and um, we have, as, as uh, Chair uh, Castillo-Krings had mentioned, you know, additional inquiries that we've already uh, shared with you, and we'll be uh, discussing those here next. Um, I think I'll save, uh, save additional questions for, uh, for that conversation going forward, but... Um, We'll uh, look forward to seeing uh, any potential updates, uh, particularly that language as well. Any other questions from other commissioners? Commissioner Guerrero. Um, at the last meeting, we had, uh, I had moved a, a letter um, to the city asking that, um, you know, inquiring about uh, having a representative from SACPD. Um, and since they're here, I, I wonder um, if, I, if this is the right context to ask if they're going to consistently be here or if, uh, because if the answer is yes, then we don't have to worry about that letter. But if the answer is I don't know, then the letter is still probably important. So I don't know if it's appropriate here or at another part of the agenda. I, I will look to the uh, city attorney. I'm happy to answer the question um, um, if, if, it's, if it's within that purview. Um, now that the work plan has been adopted and we have specific topics to discuss, uh, my intent is to ask for PD representation when I feel that that is necessary. I will remain as the liaison for the commission um, because that's what I've been tasked to do. But the fact that we have a work plan and we're able to work some, on some specific topics and issues, that is why you have the lieutenant here. Um, and um, that is the intent. That's the goal, is to continue to focus on the work plan and to have the PD here to answer questions, to receive questions. This is a receive and file update um, report. Um, we're, we're happy to take the questions. If we don't provide the answers uh, tonight, right away, we will also get, try to get back to you with written responses as well. So the answer is 
yes, and that's a long-winded response, but yes, we are uh, trying to open up the lines of communication so you can get the information that you need uh, to do the, you know, to um, achieve the goals of your work plan. I'd like to then ask that item be agendized because what I heard wasn't completely um, satisfactory, if I have to be honest. So I'd like to ask that item to be agendized for next meeting. Okay, we we're making a note. And just a reminder for anybody on the commission, please, if you have any items you would like to agendize, please let um, either the vice chair or myself know and part of the reason is we tend to work on the agenda for the following, the, the following commission meeting on Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. So we need to be weeks in advance. Um, so thank you. I had a quick question regarding the timeline. So just to make sure that I understand, for May, you have Law and Legislation Committee. What kind of information is provided at that time? Uh, from what I know, it's when we present the policy uh, in, to ensure that it's within compliance with the various um, government codes and vehicle, co vehicle codes, penal codes specific to the MEU policy. So is that, is that then you first have to present it to law and ledge before you post the, the policy? Yes. Got it. Thank you. Um, and just to make sure that I have an understanding in terms of when our work plan has to be completed, when when do you anticipate, do you anticipate going to then city council in June and not July? Yes, uh, well, the first one would be in June and then ultimately, uh, depending on how it gets agendized, then we will come back in July as well. If I'm understanding your question. Right, I'm just trying to make sure that from our work plan perspective in terms of when we need to provide kind of the community plan, that I'm just making sure that we are aligning our schedules with, with that of when this item is expected to come before the city council. Got it. Um, great, thank you. Any other, Commissioner Bliss? Yes, I uh, appreciate you raising that question around the timeline. Um, yeah, I'm, I, if I heard you correctly, it sounded like the, that PD is presenting to law and ledge first, but this is just like a receive and file item or is there going to be an actual vote where the current updates and changes that you mentioned here in this staff report are going to be approved by law and ledge or is this just a posting basically? I'd refer to the city attorney, but I'm just going based off of how it went last year in terms of the various committees and presentations. Uh, community meetings, I believe was one of the recommendations that we ended up having to come back and um, present again. So I think we're hoping to front load that in May so that potentially it reduces the amount of times that we would have to uh, come before the city council. Got it. Um, I appreciate that for uh, uh, my fellow commissioners who weren't uh, here last year. We had, um, when it was presented to Law and Ledge at first, uh, they had sent it uh, back for consideration for, I believe, an additional 60 days um, for consideration in order to uh, sufficiently receive uh, community input, which AB 481 uh, is expressed to require. Um, and that, ha that took place over the summer. And that was also um, uh, a time when the commission actually was on recess for the months of June and July. And given this current timeline that sees um, those community conversations beginning in, um, uh, beginning as early, if I'm not mistaken, June, 
um, and July, I'm, it brings pause to think that maybe uh, we might have to agenda, uh, schedule a uh, meeting during one of those months in order to pre uh, adequately prepare for those. Right, and I think this is kind of, just for everyone, this is only the second year that this has actually taken place. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do this year is a little different from last. So I think what we are trying to coordinate with PD is how do we make sure that what they need to get done on an annual basis, how do we actually coordinate in a timely fashion so that our input and kind of the community input that we're trying to put together then can make sure that it's informing the policy. So all of that to say, bear with us. I think some of the timelines are still being worked out with PD um, because this is a little bit different than last year. And so as we all know, last year was very different. Um, so we're trying to figure out how to move forward, create a standardized process that can be then be the model for next year. So that's one of the reasons I think we're gonna be coordinating with PD on the timeline and making sure that they align. Um, great. Any other questions? Any, oh, Commissioner Carter. Lieutenant, do you have the entire package for tonight in front of you or just your section? A package of? This is the agenda. Yes. Okay, I there's a letter, August 26, 2022. Yes. It has five recommendations regarding military equipment. Now, you mentioned earlier that your executive committee was reviewing recommendations from this commission. So my question is, the five recommendations set forth in the letter, is the executive committee reviewing that at this time? So it's, it's actually uh, my staff down in the professional standards unit. Um, because so many recommendations uh, came in and the system in which they were broadcast to the organization wasn't consistent with any process or form that we've ever had. We had to kind of get like get really, really organized. And so we've created a form and um, passed, passed it over to the city clerk's office to ensure that there wasn't any concerns. And that's the form we're currently using and populating so that each recommendation to include the letter on August 26th uh, individual recommendations are broken down again so that everyone can read it and understand it and it's not compacted into a cell on a spreadsheet um, as wonderful as Excel is it's difficult at times to read like a regular um, agenda would be and so that's what we're currently working on and those recommendations on that letter uh, from the 26th of August is included within that thank you that was my question whether the five recommendations from the letter are being reviewed currently. Yes. Okay, thank you. I just wanna make sure that I clarify something. Um, so there are the recommendations that we as a commission and previous commissions, because now we have new members, have moved forward. There's, there's gonna be feedback that is provided to the commission about where PD is on each one of those, and that's kind of the work that is happening right now. But I think I just want to be clear that some of the work that this commission did last year on the MEU is something that we're going to continue to put forth this year. And we just want to make, for my, let me speak for myself, I just want to make sure that some of the, what um, Commissioner Carter is talking about, that August letter, is being considered for the revisions that are going to go in front of the council for this year for June. Yes. Got they, it. Thank you. Are. Yes. Fantastic. I just, just wanted to make sure that I'm clarifying the two timelines that we're under. 
Commissioner Bliss? Yeah, to piggyback on that question, because I heard you say that the format that we had shared those recommendations, I mean, being that it wasn't a letter, we also had a uh, previous spreadsheet format that we had used from our 2021 recommendations. Um, and one of the things that came up from the uh, uh, conversations that we had with you last year around this was that you were actually using um, Excel formats to track some of the uh, use of force data um, and demographic data that we had mentioned, like, you know, wanting to see included, if I'm not mistaken. Are you, like, what, uh, exactly, what, are you saying that the format that you are, you have moved the current recommendations that we had from that letter as um, into the format that we provided to you all based on previous recommendations, or did you create a new form for that? I'm just curious to know, like, what you're, what you mean by that? If I think I understand the question is um, we're getting away from Excel into the new form so that one recommendation appears on one form. Um, so when we saw the letter, there's recommendations that are um, numbered, and so those were placed into the same form. So this, that's something once we complete our work in vetting and ensuring that the appropriate and correct information is contained on the forms, we'll be able to submit that and ensure that everyone sees um, the recommendation, when it was received, if it was implemented, um, perhaps why we couldn't implement it, the various reasons that recommendation or at least the disposition to it um, was considered prior to giving it back and ensuring it's published to the commission. Got it. I just want to make sure that we're being consistent with like the format that we put out. Like this is what something that we developed back from the 2021 years when I, my first year here. Um, so we want to make sure that that's still the the format that we're at least using, or that we've been using the correct format. I am curious to know um, if you're not using Excel anymore, um, are you able to share whether uh, like what current format or uh, a system that you're using to track this information, or is that something that you'll provide us uh, during the updates that we're expecting? Over the the forms just live inside a, a Word document. Each recommendation has is its own document, so that's how we're keeping track of them. Gotcha. So Microsoft Word or Word document. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Mr. Clerk, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips from those in chambers, and I have no hands raised online. Well, with that, thank you so much, Lieutenant, for, for coming and, and helping us understand kind of the, the next steps on this for this process. Um, and I think we keep, we are gonna probably keep you on for the next item. Um, so our next item is, uh, Item number three, the overview of the Sacramento Community Police Review Commission work on, on the city's military equipment use policy and practices. One second. Sure, would it be helpful for me to um, share this on, uh, I can screen share the recommendations as you put that them. That would be great.
and I'm sorry. So here, we're gonna take a little bit of time. I know that Commissioner Bliss was going through some of this information at our last meeting, but because, again, we're continuing some of the work um, for MEU, we just thought it would be appropriate for us to go through them a little more slowly this time, specifically focus on M MEU. Uh, and just for many, some of you that are brand new, so this work really started with, um, there was AS, I'm sorry, AB 481, which was passed by, this, by the legislature, really trying to bring a little more transparency as to some of the funding that goes into purchasing military use equipment and trying to make sure that there was gonna be um, accountability, public comment period, and making sure that the public understood what purchases were being made. Out of that, we have obviously annually the, the policy is supposed to be approved. If the policy is not approved, then that precludes PD from actually being able to purchase any military um, equipment and then using it. So that's what we're kind of reviewing this time. And part of that legislation does require community input. And so one of the things that we're working on is as we are creating a process for community input, how do we actually start tracking the recommendations that the commission puts forth and making sure that those are incorporated and if they're not incorporated, then for at least an explanation as to why or what stopped that. So with that, we had our initial recommendations last year and some of them, as you can see, we can start off. And oh, Sorry, uh, were you asking me to? I'm sorry? Oh, I thought you were asking me to scroll down or whatnot. Oh yeah, actually, why don't we go ahead and scroll down um, into the recommendations. And I'm gonna just, in interest of time, I'm happy to go through them all or unless the commission has specific questions on some of these items. How would you like to review them? Commissioner um, Guerrero. Unless you have a preference, Chair, I would um, suggest that we, commissioners, and unless commissioners haven't had a time to review, I would suggest that we um, discuss uh, the recommendations where folks have questions. And the reason I put that forward is because um, these have come to us before us in many different versions. A number of them have come through letters that at the time of the consideration, for example, not everyone could sign up for that, those letters, right? Because the item was not agendized. And so uh, folks that um, uh, uh, had been involved in that, uh, you know, we went ahead and um, uh, put our names to it, but this body has had conversations on these recommendations. Um, but again, I, I put it back on all of the board here. Uh, commissioners, if you feel like you need to go one by one, um, because, you know, um, I don't know, we meet once a month, we could have forgotten, right? Or we didn't get a chance to review all of them are all either of those or any other reason is, is uh, valid enough to go one, one by one. But for me, as I uh, re uh, review them, these are items that we've discussed before. Commissioner Bliss. Yeah, I, I agree that it would uh, make sense if uh, there are any specific questions for commissioners to, for that to come up. Um, just to be clear with these, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chair, that these are uh, sorted based upon the priority that we are wanting um, 
SPD to like actually like take those up and provide responses to them with like in, in relation to our work. Well, and, and actually that reminds me. So a couple of things going back. Um, one of one of the things that we're trying to do for recommendations moving forward before they actually go to the city council, we are our recommendations go first to PPNE. One of the things that PPNE, when they were looking at the recommendations, so PPNE, when they met um, a couple of weeks ago, they basically have two items in the agenda that were part of the commission. The first one was the work plan that we all approved at last at the last meeting. The second issue was all of the recommendations that we had um, for, and especially for MEU, what they asked um, was that we go ahead and prioritize. From there's there's about 23 recommendations. They asked that we prioritize them from you know, which ones we wanted to kind of make sure. And some of these are not just MEU; they're also budget, and they are basically the 2022 recommendations. So if you remember, it's MEU. It was the um, budget transparency, and now I'm blanking on the third one. Um, but they uh, here it is. They asked us to go ahead and based on the 23 recommendations, what. PPE would like is for staff to really give them feedback as to which ones need resources, need other changes to city code. But before they can do that, they kind of need to prioritize the workload. So based on that, what you have in front of you is the 22 rec 22, uh, 2022 recommendations based on priority. And unfortunately, because I cannot talk to the whole commission, this is just kind of my best work put forth in terms of here's what we think where we should start. And so this is kind of, um, if you don't agree with the order, if you think like number nine is actually should be number one, that's I think where we need to kind of have that discussion. Does that make sense for everyone? Great. Um, Commissioner Bliss, then Commissioner Guerrero. Yes. Um, in terms of formatting, I think it would be helpful uh, for both the commission and for the public uh, if we, um, similar to what we did for um, our past recommendations that we were doing under the implementation ad hoc last year, like um, listing by the number the express uh, ad hoc topic that had discussed that so that it's easy to distinguish which ones are from, say, the budget transparency ad hoc, which ones are from the MEU ad hoc, and so on. Um, so that would be uh, one formatting change that I would recommend that we, uh, we provide. And I also just want to be very clear, like, there are more recommendations in here, I believe, uh, uh, based on the count here, there are more recommendations here that were presented uh, from the three ad hocs that um, are in no way like a lesser priority and should not be taken up or considered by city council. I, I want to make that very clear that like the, we're just right now we're just prioritizing based upon which ones are the most important, which ones we think need, um, the PD should be. Um, prioritizing in its response as well as the council to like review uh, first and foremost. But it's my intention, I'm speaking for myself as a commissioner, that I would I uh, expect all of our recommendations to be considered um, uh, the same way that we are doing right now for uh, the, the 115 recommendations that we put forward before. Since we're talking about priorities, and um, I would uh, suggest to the uh, commission that we uh, move item number 20 um, to item one or two. And here's my rationale. Um, there's clear linking to a prior recommendation 
that uh, would ask SACPD to come up with a um, uh, discipline matrix. Many other uh, jurisdictions have these, and one of the, uh, since almost day one of being on this commission, I've heard, I think we've heard from the public that policies are great, uh, but the public wants to see accountability when the rules aren't followed. And um, that discipline matrix, I think, would um, be a huge stride, uh, clarity for everyone, uh, officers, the commission, the community, council members, whoever, <laughs> clarity for everyone on um, what are some of the non-negotiables, you know, what are some of the flex some flexibility that, you know, is absolutely reasonable, um, you know, what are minor infractions, um, you know, but I think that is a, a central um, recommendation uh, from this commission. And so if there's that linkage there, um, I, would, I, I would suggest that it's uh, among this list, and they're all important, that uh, we consider uh, moving that to number one. Thank you, Madam Chair. Any thoughts on, on moving number 20 to number one? Can, can we have a quick vote? Or actually, we'll do at the end. Um, so that sounds good to me. So I'm making notes, change number 20 to number one. Any other changes that we would like to see? Is that it? Okay. Commissioner Bliss. Um, in regards to uh, additional changes, I, I support uh, Commissioner Guerrero's uh, move to move that up to number one. Um, I think, uh, like, you know, within, like, among the top three, um, having the uh, standalone budget transparency policy uh, is one of the most important, so I definitely want to see that stay within there uh, as well. Um, and the other is um, we have also item number three, which um, is designating the like independent oversight uh, within the MEU policy itself, which is uh, currently there. So I, I think like within the, or the realm of uh, priority, most of this makes sense. I would also consider moving up um, the actually I'm trying to uh, find it here um, the justifications uh, written justifications uh, in the annual MEU report um, up into the top five uh, Commissioner Bliss can you tell me the number uh, number 10 I'm sorry number 10 um, number three was the uh, one on uh, designating independent oversight within the MEU report uh, based uh, designating OPSA um, the uh, the commission um, and the inspector general uh, as independent oversight. So, Commissioner Bliss, can you can you help me then prioritize them? How would you actually put them in? So, right now, if I'm understanding uh, what Commissioner Guerrero had suggested, was that the zero tolerance policy be moved up to number one, which I'm fine with. Um, number two would be the uh, budget transparency uh, policy, standing in general order. Um, number three would be the independent oversight uh, authority recommendation. So it's the, number three stays number three. Yeah, number three stays number three. And then moving up to um, number four, I would like to move um, the, 
where was it? Uh, number 10, uh, which is the written justifications in each MEU uh, report to provide context for why the military equipment and the policy is necessary and how it achieves both officer and civilian safety. While so number, number 10 becomes number four? Yes. Got it. Any other changes? Commissioner, Commissioner Carter, do you, do you want to speak? Yes. Commissioner Carter, and then Commissioner Bliss. Okay. I got an ADA recommendation. Okay. I printed out the pages in the agenda, and this uh, chart is not even legible. So I thought I was going to read it, but I printed it out, and it is totally not legible at all. You need a, a magnifying glass a thousand times plus to read anything. So my recommendation for the city clerk, if something is going to be in the agenda package, can at least be legible and ADA qualified um, so I can at least read it. I could, it's, it's not legible at all. So. I would second that if that's a motion. Thank you for bringing that up. That is how the document was provided to us. It was provided to us in an Excel spreadsheet and when um, formatting that to a PDF document, that's the size it came out. That's the biggest we can get it. So um, if there's any other way to format it aside from an Excel spreadsheet, um, that would be most helpful to our office. One thing I think that would be helpful and um, uh, the chair and I can take on doing this is just making sure that commissioners have the spreadsheet itself before coming into this. Um, uh, we'll make sure, like, we can make sure going forward anytime that there's like, recommendations in here, because as it stands right now, this is the best way that we had formatted. This is what we came up with um, uh, two years ago, and I believe we developed this basically based on what the city had provided us uh, through um, its recent audit, as well as based upon past commission's experiences. So, you know, um, I think we can do better to, like, make sure, and one of the things I had actually recommended last year was that rather than transferring Excel spreadsheets into PDF, it might make more sense to just put the Excel spreadsheet um, as an attachment under the agenda item um, so that people could just click the spreadsheet and open that up as is and be able to see it in the Excel format rather than a PDF format, which is not, which doesn't really translate well uh, into PDF. Um, and that's something that the county's done. I've seen other uh, city, uh, city bodies in, in, uh, do that as well. Um, so I would encourage uh, the city clerk's office to uh, explore doing that uh, to make it this more legible, not just for the commission, but also for members of the public, because I'm sure that they, show, uh, they suffer from the same problems within that. Can I follow up? Yes, please, Commissioner Last Carter. Last month, when oh, we yeah. briefly reviewed, oh, okay, thank you. Last month, when we briefly reviewed the recommendations, they were at least readable. So I don't know what happened between last month and this month. When we went over them last month, I could at least read them and I printed it out and I could see it. But this time I wasn't able, I printed it out, but it's, you, you can't read it at all. 
Now, Lieutenant, you're looking at something. Are you looking at the same uh, kind of chart? I, I am. So what did you do when you printed yours out? I, I just pushed print. I, I don't know if you use Your print, I can see your print is bigger. <laughs> it's definitely bigger than what? Yeah. Okay. Mine is <laughs> it's not even that big. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to put it on the record that I cannot read a thing. I did have uh, one more um, suggestion based on what I was reading in here. Um, I see on here too um, that, I'm trying to think, if we moved up three, then it might actually already be there. But I would actually like to see um, the number 13 um, specific language to uh, police and city code to prohibit the use of uh, unmanned or, uh, or uh, aircraft systems um, as a use of force options against persons. Um, move that up into number five. What item that? That's number 13. Okay. And. So move it to number five? Yes. And there was one, um, number 18 as well, I would like to see um, regarding the uh, storage of audio and visual data on private citizens, establishing, uh, it was recommend establishing clear limits on the storage of all audio and video recordings or other bulk data, targeting private citizens through surveillance technology or programs to no more than two years. I'd like to see that moved up to number six. You also see what you're going to be voting on. What I'm going to propose is for us to just go ahead. Um, we're discussing and we're going to file. We're going to come next agenda. We're going to have a revised priorities and then vote on them so that everybody can see what we're talking about. And then does that does that make sense for everyone? Okay. All right. Let's move on to our next item. Oh, I apologize. Um, Commissioner Guerrero. So, um, at this point, I'm because I've been here a little bit longer, I think it's important context to have, and I, I didn't want to just uh, not cover it. So the part of the reason why um, we're having this issue, um, well, there are a number of reasons why we have the information the way we have it. First and foremost, we didn't have a structure um, uh, as of two years ago, and we were asked to come up with one, and um, we did. Um, the audit that the, uh, the um, the city auditor's office came up with, asked us to do two things. As a commission, we're supposed to come up with our recommendations in two formats, this format before you, and then a long written version. Um, so the problem with that is all, we're all volunteers. <laughs> this is a lot, of, a lot of work. And so compiling the information in this format um, is about as far as we've gotten, and I don't recommend that we do any more than that. Um, uh, the, the, the second thing is uh, technology. 
So I, I'm part, part of why I'm, I want to speak to this issue is because I want to make sure that the public that's looking at these and also my colleagues that are across the way, you realize why I keep looking down because I have my laptop because I want to read it, I want to see it and I could not print it out either, right? And so the thing about technology and I think council members of course have a tablet and I'm not asking for tablets, um, but you know, in a, uh, that same PDF that you printed that's linked I can zoom in here and I can read it perfectly. And of course, I, I have no idea who has a laptop and who doesn't. I would just highly recommend that if you have a laptop, you bring it, you can zoom in, whether it's a PDF file or an Excel file. Um, and then the third point is this reminds me of one of the other recommendations, which was that we had staff support, not just on the city clerk side, of course, which I'm so thankful that we have, um, and um, support in other areas, but staff that helps us um, with the actual work of some of these things, including, for example, helping us with our documents. We no longer receive a printed agenda, um, and it's up to each commissioner's expense to print these out should they wish to, and not to mention the environmental impact. So long story short, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why we have what we have. I highly recommend if you have a laptop, bring it with you so that you could download the files and make them the, the right size. But longer term, I, I really do hope that um, we have some additional staff so that we can have both versions of these. That staff, per, for example, could um, have the job of once we come up with our recommendations like this, they can put them in the long format because um, this is a lot of work. That's, that's all I have, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Guerrero. Commissioner Bliss. Definitely appreciate that uh, context, Commissioner Guerrero. Um, I fully agree. We are a volunteer body, and uh, we are doing actually, um, from, my, uh, from my experience, it seems like we are doing more uh, of our own uh, work than we were previously doing uh, under OPSA. Um, not to diminish what the city clerk is already doing, uh, but it, it, like, it is noticeable. Um, and one, of, I did have an additional recommendation uh, or additional pivot that I. Uh, almost missed, I apologize that I keep going back to this. Um, <laughs> it is um, number 23, um, the shot spotter flex technology. Um, I'd actually like to uh, move that up into the top 10 um, under num or number seven, um, ideally, so that uh, that can be uh, considered given that it is coming up uh, both in budget time and it's also a matter of priority. Um, if we are not approving these today and we're just this is just a receiving file um perhaps we can discuss this uh for next time to see if we might move that up actually uh higher into the top five because i think that's really important given that we are going into um uh budget season and there's also a uh looming deficit that's go, uh, projected to go through 2027. okay so we we're i love this we are become like getting our agenda for next uh meeting uh that's great so just to make sure that everybody heard, that would be item number 23, moving it up to number seven. Okay, great. All right, Mr. Clerk, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips from those in public, or from those in chambers, and I have no hands raised online. All right, now moving on to our discussion item number four. This is the 2023 work plan data request. So really quickly going back on the presentation by the lieutenant. 
so as we're moving forward, one of the things that the commission is interested in doing is continuing to kind of get additional information from PD on some of these items that they're working through. In addition to that, what you're gonna see for next agenda is gonna be a draft of a community outreach plan. And really would like, I, I know that there are some of, the, some of the folks that raised your hand when we went ahead and created the work plan to kind of help with that. So we will be, um, I'll be reaching out to those folks that raised their hand. And just as a quick um, update on that, so the city actually has um, Lynette Hall, who is the community engagement manager for the city of Sacramento. She was actually hired back in 2019 as a way of outreaching to community and underserved communities in, in the city. Um, we are inviting her to present next week, or next meeting, I'm sorry, to make sure that you kind of understand what she does. She's gonna be helping us also with the community outreach plan, and we had a really good positive conversation with her today. So we are asking her to kind of provide some resources and just tapping into that. Um, she will be here next in the next meeting. So what we are hoping to put together for you is, again, a draft plan that we can discuss here to make sure that we're kind of hitting all the right notes. And that kind of community plan then is gonna be what we use to try to kind of outreach the community on the MEU policy. Um, so with that, one of the things that we also wanted to make sure as we are moving forward with this process, we had a work plan data request, and I wanted to make sure that we're being transparent as these conversations are happening with council and the mayor, that we bring it back to this group. So what you have in item four is some of the data requests that actually went to MEU. Um, one of the things, uh, to PD, I'm sorry, one of the things that we will be working in our small working group is also from all of these, similarly to what we were doing earlier, because right now, as you can see, we are talking about, there are four pages, and there's a lot of different details here, but for the, specifically for the MEU, we have four different sections, and I think what PD has asked is if we can kind of prioritize so that they can focus also on some of the top items for them. So the, that's some of the work, um, but wanted to kind of go through, if everybody has had an opportunity to go through the data request, any thoughts, any comments, just to make sure that we have an opportunity to discuss in this body. And just so you know, one of the things that um, the mayor had requested as part of our work plan was to give him more detailed data requests, like what kind of information was the commission gonna be asking from PD? So this is one of the things that we were trying to kind of be more detailed and put forward. So as you see um, on page, on page three, we have SPD accountability and organizational culture. This is the work that this commission is really gonna start tackling um, like in July, once we're done with the MEU. And it's a very ambitious agenda, so we have a lot of work to do, but um, any, any comments or questions? Commissioner Guerrero. I'm not ready yet, I think that was from the last time. I'll go on in a second, I'm sorry, I'm not ready. Okay. Commissioner Bliss. Uh, yes, appreciate uh, appreciate you uh, naming this context, you know, and um, understanding, you know, these questions, especially for uh, the latter half of the year, um, we like we don't know what we don't know yet, and I think we need some time to really still to be able to develop this. We're we're trying to run on this new system and this new process that uh, the city has rolled out based upon the changes to city code from last year that requires us to uh, provide a work plan um, as well as to have our inquiries uh, pre prepared well in advance. But I, for one, am just going to state publicly that 
I'm going to have more questions that are going to come up over the course of this year based upon uh, what we learn from uh, the police department as well as uh, from our own research uh, through, our, through our ad hocs, or not ad hocs, our working groups. Um, and uh, one of the questions that I had actually uh, wanted to see, which is uh, similar to a request that I had made um, from past years, was um, uh, one of the priorities that we have for next year, or for later half of this year, is going to be around um, uh, accountability and uh, professionalism, right? And I wanted to make sure that uh, we have a request in there um, for the latter half of this year uh, for a, uh, a, I'm sorry, accountability and organizational culture uh, for July through October. Um, a request for a total cost breakdown of uh, Sacramento Police Department, uh, each Sacramento Police Department program and services provided under its uh, budgets for um, fiscal year 22 and 23, um, as, including the actuals from, uh, t uh, from previous years in 2021. Um, this is similar to the request that we had made um, in years prior for the budget transparency ad hoc, and um, I intend to uh, ask that question and uh, would like to see that data um, uh, available for us uh, in the later half of the year when we, be, uh, when we take this up. And I just want to invite other commissioners too, given especially uh, those of you that are just joining us, um, that if you have additional questions that you want to see uh, answered under the purview of these uh, respective ad hocs, please raise them. Um, and don't hesitate to reach out to the chair and I um, if you would like to see those added or just have any um, updates or, you know, uh, get up to speed on where things are at. Because as I said before, we're doing this on a, on a new timeline. There are going to be bugs and kinks that we're currently working out in real time, building the bicycle as we go along. And I don't think that should preclude us from being able to ask questions from the police department um, or the city uh, to provide these things. And some of, these requests, uh, some of your requests may actually be quite simple uh, to provide, a matter of hours, it should be. One other thing I just want to remind everyone. So just because it says these are the data requests TPD does not preclude us from actually working on these items now. So for example, one of the things is if you have, um, let's say you have a contact in one of the cities that has, has a program that is working really well, you want them to present for, for us, please let us know that, right? Nothing stops us from working on it. It was really more to manage the requests that are going to PD Right, so that was kind of what we were trying to do. It doesn't mean that, for example, if there are some best practices, I'm just gonna make something up, best practices that the city of Fresno has. And you're like, I have a person that would be perfect to, or I have an organization that could speak to those items. That's kind of what helps inform the commission agenda. So those are the type of meetings that I think all of you have different networks and different kind of just um, connections that you have, please utilize them. Let us know if there are people in the community that you think would be helpful for us to kind of hear from. Let us know. We just need to know in advance so we can agendize them, invite them to speak. And also, if you raise your hand, that means that you are gonna be responsible for helping us invite them. All right. Um, so with that, any other questions, comments? Commissioner Guerrero? No, no not on this item? Okay, um, anybody else? Great, if not, Commissioner, um, no, no hands raised. Public comment? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips from those in public, uh, from those in chambers. 
and I have uh, no hands raised online. Great. Okay. Um, moving on to our uh, discussion item number five, Sacramento Community Police Review follow-up log. Did we need to do a motion? Oh. Mr. Clerk. So we do need to do a motion. Um, are we voting on this one? To, okay, thank you. All right, I motion to approve uh, the- Do I have a second? Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Clerk, can you please call the roll? Hold up. Oh, hold on. I don't understand what we're doing. We are voting to adopt the 2023 work plan data request. We're going back to discussion item number four. Yes, please. Are we ready for a roll call? Yes. Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Sample? Yes. Commissioner Johnson? Yes. Commissioner Carter Martinez? Aye. Commissioner Buenrostro? Aye. Commissioner Carter? Aye. Commissioner Guerrero? Aye. Commissioner Marion? Aye. Commissioner Salazar? Yes. Vice Chair Bliss? Yes. And Chair Castillo Krings? Yes. Thank you, the motion passes. Great. Okay, now moving on to um, our number, item number five, the follow-up log. And this is just a receive-in file. Any questions, comments on this item? Commissioner Guerrero. Uh, first, I'd ask if there's any updates from, I mean, the folks that are, I mean, this log goes to OPSA, correct? And the, um, I guess, uh, the OPSA and SACPD review, I would ask, given the list, because some of these have been on here for a while, are there any updates? No updates on my end. I mean, for example, I mean, there is a request from, uh, when was it? Well, it, right, it's number 16, and it, this is the last time we talked about it, which was in February, but this request was from, in my gosh, it might have even been when I was still chair. Um, there's been a, you know, we adopted an updated standard for uh, deadly use of force and the request was how has the training changed how are uh, how many officers have been trained you know any other information on that uh, new policy and we have not yet received it so this is this is one of the reasons why it's important to have SAC PD here regardless of the new plan that we have there's always things that come up and there's things that have been on the plate for a while. So I wonder if there's an update on, on some of that. And that's just one example. 
uh, Chair, Chair Castillo Cranes and members of the commission, I don't have any updates on the work plan on, on this uh, log, not the work plan, the log, to get them confused. Mm -hmm. I don't have any updates on this log uh, item for, for tonight. I will take your comment back, uh, Commissioner Guerrero. Um, the, 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 here's where the confusion comes in, right? The, the adoption of the work plan is intended to focus us and the item that you just had before this where um, you're coming up with the data request to support that work plan, I think will take up most of the bandwidth in terms of being able to be responsive to the commission. And that was the whole purpose of developing a work plan and developing a, a request for data on the work plan was to help, you know, make sure that we have the prioritization of which data we need to be working on to, to provide to the commission. But I, I get that this work plan has been languishing for a while. And so I will take that back as well and to see what we can do in terms of, um, you know, addressing some of the things that are on this, uh, the log, again, not the work plan. I, I guess I just viewed um, these two uh, items separately. Uh, for me, I guess a, a lot of these uh, requests are information that SAC PD should have um, readily available. I mean, we have to train our officers. We adopted a new policy. Um, but uh, I definitely, I get, you know, there's, uh, I, Working in HR, I understand that uh, that there are workload issues. So I, I wanna I wanna say I understand that. Um. And I know I've shared some information. I provided links to some data. A lot of this data is probably available uh, on the transparency website as well. And I know I recall that I I shared some information, but I have to go back and check those records to see if any of this information has been shared. That'd be great. Um, Thank you. In writing or not, and see if I can clarify that. Great. Um, and then um, I wanted to put my name under the requester of number four. Um, so I had requested that letter and I guess we'll have a conversation about it next month. And um, Madam Chair, in terms of the letter, because um, I still think it's necessary and we did vote to, to send it, um, if, if it, given workload, I don't, if I need to draft it, I'm happy to draft it in the interim so that we can send it. I don't know if anybody, if anybody else is responsible for that, so. Okay, we can put on the notes that Commissioner Guerrero will draft and we'll, um, you know, the, the letter has been approved and that's gonna be the request. So I, I, folks are trusting me with the content. That's, that's what the focus will be in. Um, but I, of course, will run it through the chair and vice chair. Um, and, um, and then I had, I, I believe I had another request that's not on this log. Um, and I apologize, I just sent the article uh, that I mentioned last, last uh, meeting, but, um, Nobody responded to that email. It's just for your information. Uh, but I had asked if um, SACPD uh, does screen um, their um, uh, equipment vendors, I'm trying to use a good term, uh, equipment vendors for, uh, you know, following some of, the, uh, some of our uh, federal and state laws uh, given um, this, uh, uh, this article. Um, so I just wanted to add that to the, um, the uh, uh, agenda, um, if we could ask uh, SACPD. And I can, uh, I can certainly, you know, I don't know who I would email this to, um, uh, Mr. Mario. <laughs> I can send you, you the, can send the article and just, yeah. uh, it's very interesting. It's just, are we doing, um, is the city um, looking into the backgrounds of some of the, ven the vendors that we use to ensure that they're not part of the problem in terms of, um, uh, helping illegal weapons and breaking kind of federal and state law. So I will send you that article. Thank you. 
Commissioner Bliss. Appreciate you raising that. I also noticed that. And I'm also noticing, too, that I don't know how this explicitly this is prioritized or if this is like uh, these are ordered based upon level of priority, but I'm just noticing that it jumps from, you know, um, uh, the request date or whatnot, which, you know, some of her from before um, the assistant city manager was even here or even I was here um, in there. And then there are other ones that are down at the bottom um, from 2022. Um, so I can't remember if I said, and I apologize if I'm, um, if I'm misremembering uh, how we decided to prioritize those, but do think that it's important if these are um, continued requests that like, you know, there be updates provided within the status so that we can at least understand what was discussed or what we heard from the previous meetings and not have to ask the same questions over and over again. Um, to the assistant city manager's point, and this isn't uh, directed at you, uh, uh, Assistant City Manager Lara, uh, this is, but to the office in particular and to the city as a whole, the work plan that like we that we had negotiated uh, for like since November is not intended to supplant the backlog of work that is like that has been held up, uh, not on our end, not by the like any member of this commission, but on the city's end, and we also included within that work plan, of course, the 2020 uh, the List the full list of recommendations from 2018 to 2021, which we still have not received any updates on in or beyond, uh, uh, you know, from last year as to what the status of the of SPD's review of those recommendations are. And I would expect that if there is any backlog here that commissioners have requested and continue to stay on this log, that not be treated as if it's not relevant based because it's not put on the work plan. That's a that's part of the backlog. I think that needs to be uh, considered parallel to the work that we're doing in 2023. Um, you know, this is a full like city government, and we are like a chartered body. And I think it's really important that even if we have established these new rules and these new policies in place, that the work that has been done from prior years is not just left behind uh, to stagnate any further than it already has been. So, this is to like this is directed to the city manager's office and the rest of the city as a whole and the police department as well. We have requests on here and I would hope that you uh, take them, uh, continue to take them seriously and bring them to us uh, as soon as you have that information available. Um, and if Lieutenant uh, Shiriyashi, if you have like this, if you have any answers to these questions, I would humbly appreciate them uh, if you could, if you could answer any of them. commissioners regarding the law um, for context to my knowledge it's not prioritized it's just whatever's on the log um, go to commission meeting somebody has an issue you put it on the log next in order so everything is next in order nothing has more priority over the other but some things are definitely getting stale and I want to echo what Commissioner Guerrero said about um, number 16, the training. This commission worked very hard to get the use of force higher standard passed. So, and then I definitely remember the issue bringing brought up about the training to inquire, okay, what is being done that's new given that the law is now passed. 
So um, we've all been waiting to get those answers. So again, I echo what Commissioner Carrero said about number 16. We'd like to get some answers on that. Um, uh, Lieutenant Rossi, now is the training up under you, under PSU or some other division? It's uh, another division. Okay, then you're off the hook. Okay. Um. Thank you. And, and I will reiterate, I'll, the log will remain, obviously, and the way I'm prioritizing it is the, it's your work plan, the data request to support the work plan, the backlog, all of the recommendations that we're getting through, and then the log. I believe I have responded to some of those things on the log, but I have to go back and check my files. Why don't, why don't I suggest this? Because I want us to kind of continue to move forward. I think what I'm hearing, a couple of, a couple of things. The first issue is, in our, in our meeting, because we do have a conversation with Mario on why don't we go through the items that are on the transparency page that we can provide easily to the commission. Because a lot of it is like, at the end of the day, I think some of this information is on the transparency page and can be easily just distributed and disseminated. So we can do that. The other thing is there are certain things that are on the log that, for example, assembly member, um, well now city attorney, David Chu, that is on my list of things to get done, to invite him to the, and it's on the log because this is where we discussed it, but it's up to me to make sure that I reach out and do that invitation. So there's certain items here that I think we can work on getting off. One of the things I would actually remove number 11 because we're already discussing the MOU and I think the presentation given today kind of, we don't need the number 11 given that we're working on that, the presentation was given today. So Commissioner Bliss, are you comfortable with me taking number 11 off the um, log? Yes, I Perfect. am. Uh, That's one off. Number six is going to be, um, we already have it twice. It's number 15, so I'm taking number six off. That was just, it's a double, a double one there. And so then why don't we do this? Let us kind of go back, look at what is a little stale, what the information that the deputy um, city manager and the vice chair and I can kind of put together to send out to the commission. That I think will address some of these things. And that way we can kind of figure out what actually remains that we need to kind of ask PD for. Does that make sense? Oh, Commissioner Carter. Okay, in regard to number 16, if I recall correctly, we asked for someone from SAC PD to come and give us a presentation. So I don't know if that's going to materialize. Mm -hmm. um, that was the request for someone to come to before the commission and give us an updated presentation based on a new law and what SACPD has done, if anything, in implementing that new law in regards to the training of officers and cadets. So if we can get a presentation, I'd appreciate it. If we're not going to get a presentation, just tell us we're not going to get a presentation. Commissioner Carter, can I, can I help with that in terms of saying, I think that actually ties into our work for accountability and organizational culture, that information in July and October. Can we kind of work with PD to get that presentation in July? Okay. okay. Done. 16. So the second half of the year, we can work on trying to get that information because I think to me that falls under, under that um, category. Okay, and then Commissioner Bliss and Commissioner Buenrostro. Appreciate that clarification and um, following within our work plan timeline, mm -hmm. uh, Chair. Um, just a quick point of clarification. Did you say um, you would follow, like, you didn't say we would remove items 
uh, six from the follow-up log, which was no here. item six. Item six is already part of items fifteen. Oh, or, um, sorry. Yeah, item fifteen. That is kind of tied together. So what I think, what I'm suggesting, instead of having those two items, just combining item six and, and fifteen. Okay, gotcha. I, that that makes sense to me. Um, okay, Commissioner Buenrostro. Thank you. Just a. a since it's uh, my first meeting. Um, if you can please clarify how items are added to the log. Um, and then also had a follow-up question uh, about whether the commission had discussed, and I think we have this data available, but whether we had discussed efforts to um, diversify the, the, the staffing in the, in the police department. Uh, and if that could be something that, if we have discussed it in the past, then I'm happy to look at the agenda item and the recording. And if it hasn't, then maybe that, that would be something to propose for a future meeting. And I'm going to allow uh, Commissioner Guerrero to talk about the diversity. Um, but the way that it normally happens is um, if a commissioner wants something on the log, just go ahead and, and ask the clerk to add it, and then you will see reflected in the next meeting. Commissioner Guerrero. For the uh, diversity of the uh, police department, um, one of the uh, uh, first uh, work groups, we're no longer calling them that, um, or ad hocs. <laughs> We're no longer calling them that. Um, uh, was on uh, diversifying uh, SAC PD, and so we have a long list of recommendations, and it's part of the backlog. Um, and so I would, um, you know, probably start there if you want to review um, that list, and we'll probably have to send it to you because it's not available on any. It's not easily accessible, available. If anyone wants to look for it, um, it's kind of buried. Um, so. I can send, send you the list, um, and then um, if you have any ideas, um, I guess moving forward, we have to work through this work plan. So if it's not part of the work plan, then it might have to wait till the next year's work plan. Uh, but yes, there is a body of work, and I do, you know, if you're newer on the commission, I do um, recommend that you look through, it's a little dense, but a very long list of recommendations that have been put forward over the years. Um, we the there's an ad hoc from last year uh, that, uh, and actually uh, Keon um, and the chair did a lot of cleanup to put them all together. So now they're organized by uh, by year, uh, by ad hoc, and there's the long list of recommendations. And again, 2018, there was a, a, a ad hoc focused on, on that work. Don't have to get a copy of that. Very appreciated. and. Um just appreciate all that information and any background that uh, as a new commissioner that, that we should be reviewing so we can be up to date and informed about what how we can move forward. That would be helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, commissioner Bliss. Uh, thank you, Chair. I really appreciate these questions. And um, it occurs to me that um, in welcoming uh, some of our newer commissioners before um, uh, Commissioner Sample and Commissioner uh, Buenrostro, um, was I included some context with Previous recommendations related to the military equipment use policy, but I don't know if I had, I don't think I actually shared the um, uh, comprehensive list of recommendations that we had. So uh, if you want to task me to it and hold me accountable to this chair, uh, I will uh, create, uh, compile a list of all of our past recommendations based on the work that um, uh, we did from last year's implementation ad hoc so that all commissioners will have access to that and be able to review all the past recommendations within that. And if there's anything else, um, Commissioner Guerrero or um, uh, Commissioner Carter and, and Chair uh, Castillo-Krings that uh, you would like me to include within that, 
uh, please let me know. But I'm happy to take that task on as part of the commission. Great. Commissioner Buenrostro, do you have your hand up again? No. No, okay. Um, Commissioner Semple? Does he answer my question? Oh, perfect. Because, uh, <laughs> could I also get that yes. So, so we are tasking Commissioner Bliss, if you don't get it, you know who's responsible. All right, great. Um, all right, any other questions on our follow-up log? No? Um, Mr. Clerk, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips from those in chambers, and I have no hands raised online. Great. Okay, now we're moving on to our next section of the agenda, which is Commissioner comments, ideas, and questions. And this is where you can bring um, items to the follow-up log. Um, really quickly, before we go, one of the things that, um, Lieutenant, I'm going to put you on the spot. I know that you, if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit about the, um, I forget what it's called, the, the um, invitation that you gave to the commission, and it just they just did the last two meetings, but there's going to be another opportunity in the fall. Yes. Um, our outreach and engagement division um, puts together a community advance, uh, a community advancement academy, which is a five-week program um, where different parts of the organization uh, come and explain what they do. Um, it also has a tour of our police academy, and then you have an opportunity to ask questions from uh, folks that are actually assigned to those various parts of the organization. Um, and, and yes, one dish just did start. We do have one planned for the fall, and I'll be in contact with the chair with uh, information as soon as the date's available to make sure that we offer it to the commission. Make sure you guys get a chance to get in there. Great. And one other thing, um, I know that in the past prior to COVID, we had been invited to do ride-alongs. Is that something that we can still do? Certainly. And can you explain to the, some of us... Um, I just heard about it. I was never able to attend because of COVID. Can you kind of help us understand what is what happens during a ride-along and how we actually go ahead and sign up for one if we're interested? Uh, yes, yeah, so our, our ride-along program is, is, is great. It's an opportunity for folks that are interested in working in the organization, not only as police officers, but as community service officers as they complete their education. Um, we also have a program with a sit-along, so if you're not interested in being in a police car, but you're interested in um, the dispatching and call-taking at our communications division, that's all encompassed in the umbrella of our ride-along program. But the, the classic ride-along is you uh, get to choose which shift best works for your schedule and which area of town that you'd like to uh, ride along with. And you're assigned with an officer, and. You go and you respond to calls just as a normal police officer would and um, ride along for the shift. And so if a commissioner is interested, just reach out to Mario and connect with him? Yes. Great. Thank you. Uh, commissioner Carter. Since we have new commissioners and it's not a bad idea to give a refresher. Can you or someone from your unit come to present before the commission on what you do in your unit? Uh, the professional standards unit? Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, as long as as long as my boss is okay with it, yes. Okay, so I don't know whether that's a log issue, that's a agendized issue, but it's a request because I think we all can use a refresher, and we have some new people that may not have a clue. Um, and then, separate from that, we mentioned the ride along and the sit along. I've done both to the commission as a whole. It's an excellent opportunity. Um, you pick your shift. And then also with dispatch, I've had two sittings with dispatch. One, I sat with the supervisor, and then one I sat with um, the regular officer that does come, you know, answer the 911 calls. Two different experiences at the dispatch center. But they were both excellent, and I, I recommend ride-alongs and the sit-along. Right. So, Mr. Clerk, we're adding that to the log? Yes. I Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Um, Commissioner Guerrero. Um, I was going to uh, make a request for the log, but this is probably for the uh, city clerk's office. Um, I understand that there is a process or an agreement, I don't know if it's in writing or uh, I hope it's in writing, um, that there is a process by which recommendations from uh, the police commission are going to be taken up. I understand, of course, that there's agreement to do some pre-work, right? I think we're going to, uh, that Excel sheet, we're going to get some feedback from SACPD, what's been implemented, what's not, partially, et cetera, and that's critical. Um, but I think that um, one of the things this council has been, I mean, this commission has been waiting for, for quite some time is clarity on what's the process by which recommendations are going to be taken up. And so um, I understand that we've come to some kind of agreement. I was just uh, talking to one of the council members who's telling me that there is a process in place. Um, since there is a process in place, I'd love a, um, uh, I'll take it any way I can get it. I'll have a written, <laughs> written document or a presentation on what the process is, right? Understanding that now we have a work plan, but nevertheless, we have this backlog of over 100 recommendations um, that we're going to prioritize and do all of that. But what is the process like? My, my general understanding is depending on the recommendation, if it uh, has a budgetary impact or if it's something that is a policy, would go to law and ledge, you know, that kind of general process. If someone, again, because it's new, I would love a presentation here. What is that process? Um, uh, so that's the, um, I think it's appropriate for the city clerk's office. If not, please uh, let me know who would be the appropriate uh, entity to request that from. And that is, uh, the only other thing is um, for the uh, last year's work group that was working on these items that is now going to be a, last year's ad hoc that is now going to be a work group. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure that um, we get together sometime this coming month and just see where things are because we haven't done it because we've been waiting on this process. I mean, we've had some uh, changes in, in uh, commissioners, so uh, we've at least lost one commissioner to that um, now work group. So those are the two things. Thank you. Great. Commissioner Carter? Yes. I forgot to mention a few minutes ago for the lieutenant. You mentioned, uh, the, did you call it an academy? What did you call it? The outreach? Uh, the Outreach and Engagement Division is the 
is the outfit that's responsible for organizing it. It's the Community Advancement Academy. Okay, so is that the same? Did you just change the name of it? Is that the same academy that was offered in the past? Yes, uh, I believe. Yeah, cops and clergy. And yes. Okay, it's the same one. Yes, it's um, the framework is very much the same. Obviously, the the topics have changed and um, different different uh, units within the department are now in existence that weren't around back when cops and clergy was uh, in existence. Uh, as in terms of the academy portion of it. Okay, I, okay. I, I just wanted clarification. I've attended the cops and clergy in the past, so thank you. Great. That is really important context that I did not know. I've heard of cops and clergy, but I appreciate you, you naming that and raising that. Uh, good to know. Um, I want to... Um, it, like I appreciate uh, Commissioner Guerrero uh, raising up the question around you know the pro like updates on the process, um, and I think uh, what I wanted to request for um, the next meeting is an update um, on where like on where uh, the police department is at on its current review of the implementation. I mean, uh, of the uh, past recommendations, the 115 recommendations in which we were meeting on and had consolidated into a single spreadsheet um, based upon year and issue topic. Um, we were, uh, you know, we have been talking about this since um, as, as far back as November, and we were anticipating getting updates um, as soon as December, if not January. Here we are in April, and we still don't know exactly, like, where the, the full review is, and these recommendations are not new. These are all old recommendations that have been there uh, since 2018 and built, like and accrued over the years. So, um, some like some of which in 2020 had responses to them. So it would just be, um, I think it would be good for us to get an update uh, from the police department around where that re current review is at, uh, what responses are currently available, and yes, uh, would uh, definitely agree. It's time for us to uh, meet to like really just uh, as former members to really discuss where those are at. Um, there was another uh, question I had, but I'm going to uh, pass for now until I remember it. And just to make sure that I'm understanding what is being requested, the first thing is a review of the recommendations and where they are from 2018 to 2021. But the other thing that I heard the commissioner, Commissioner Guerrero, talk about was the process by which the recommendations move forward from the commission to city council. Two, two separate things. Yes, two separate things. Got it. I agree right. with that. And actually, I did want to um, provide uh, context for the existing commissioners or for the new commissioners um, that came up. Um, you know, we've been like, not only is this a recommendation that we made, but also last year uh, when the consideration was being made for updates to uh, Chapter 2.40, we had actually provided specific language in, in joint effort with other uh, commissions, boards, and committees uh, of the city uh, for a specific process for reviewing uh, board committee and commission uh, recommendations, which uh, are highlighted right here. Um, so that you understand and just to read it for the public record, um, we recommend that the following language be added to ordinance, uh, uh, the ordinance updating chapter 2.40, which was whenever a board, committee, or commission submits policy recommendations to the city council, these recommendations shall be agendized first for consideration by either the budget committee and or the law and legislation committee within 90 days of submission. The board, committee, or commission shall be invited to send a representative to present the recommendations. This hasn't, is not currently written into um, 
uh, city code or uh, city council rules or procedures, but it still is possible for them to add this into it at any point in time. Um, we would like so. Yes, I would. Uh, I think it would be good for us to keep in the log to request that, like you know, to request updates on where that's at and when that when we can expect uh, language to be that. Because I, I was under the impression that that was being considered. Something like uh, there was the process would still be under consideration by uh, the PMP committee. That's my understanding. The PPNE is still working through that, but I just want to be, be clear that was that was recommendation to the city council before they adopted the two point four zero. Kind of change to the um, their ordinance for that chapter. So we will we will follow up and find out where they are in the process because I think that is an important uh, clarification. Okay. Any other commissioner comments, ideas, or questions? Great, Mr. Clerk. Do we have any I, anybody from the public which, wishing to speak on this item? For public comments, matters not on the agenda. Uh, no, for commissioner or comments, ideas, or questions? I guess we don't do that. Uh, typically, no. But um, I have no speaker slips from those uh, in chambers, and I have no hands raised okay. online. And we already have dispensed with the public comments matters not on the agenda. So with that, uh, that concludes our meeting. Great. Thank you so much, everyone.